Welcome to New Rules Old Friends, where we share our regrets, most embarrassing mishaps, and lightbulb moment discoveries along the path. No mess up is totally wasted if you learn from it. Hello, good afternoon. <laughs> Hi. Welcome to uh, New Friends Old Rules. Old Friends New Rules. You forgot Old Rules New Friends. You have it all together, folks. I have it all together. We definitely do. Oh, we need to share that meme on our Instagram. The um, every time I give someone advice, I end it with IDK though, which by which I mean, if I, it's not my fault, if this ruins your life. I mean, it kind of is the way that we're addressing this podcast. We're like, yeah. you know, we, we don't have it all together, but this is what we think. But, you know, don't, it's not like we're licensed professionals or anything. Right. <laughs> this is what we, this is our very strong opinion. <laughs> but, you know, feel, think what you like. If you'll, you'll be wrong, but think what you like. <laughs> I, okay. So last week you were asking me if I thought you were confrontational. Yes. And um, so we had that whole conversation. And I, well, my husband tells me all the time that I'm confrontational. And he tries, he tells me that I fight just to fight with people, which I don't think is true. I really yeah. don't think that's true. But I think it's just because, like, I speak my mind. You yeah. Know? And so, and it's interesting because I love the way you always put it. You're like, for you personally, you always want to know the truth. So if it's not right, like if you think somebody's wrong, you feel like you have to talk about why you think that the truth is something other. You're giving them a chance to like convince you otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not, you know, it's not like on deep issues, but if you told somebody to take out the trash or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? and I think that's why my husband gets so annoyed with me but have you ever taken an Enneagram test no I am so I did and I just like when they pop up on Instagram because I always feel like I'm like oh is that me you know it just makes mm -hmm. me think about it and I think I'm an eight and a two and the like this post I saw was ways I offend people as an Enneagram eight and <laughs> And everything was like stating my opinion as though it's a fact, <laughs> saying whatever is on my mind without considering other people's feelings, pushing back just to push, even if I don't agree with the point I'm arguing. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, because I told you how like this weekend I got in a fight with one of my friends and it was, yeah. I mean, we were like all, there are six of us were hanging out for our friend's birthday. And my one friend, Matt, he was just feeling confrontational. So he started making these sweeping judgments about what is good for you or not from a health perspective. Yeah. <laughs> and he made the sweeping judgment that cheese is bad for you. And I was like... <laughs> and you've been like living on charcuterie boards. I mean, you've always loved good cheese, but like... I really feel like you're a charcuterie board game. Like I, you've been like replacing full meals with charcuterie. I know. <laughs> right? I mean, I, I, multiple times. Yes. Which I'm not saying is good for you, but it has been very enjoyable. Right. I mean, it's, I feel like it's very French. They're not fat or unhealthy. Right. Right. So 
So we get into this fight where he's like, no, it's bad for your cholesterol. And any doctor would tell you it's bad for you. And I was like, no. And we're in the middle of this party of six people. So everybody's watching us. And we're sitting across the room. And I'm very pointed like, no, if you have good cheese, it has calcium in it. If it's in moderation, I'm not telling you to go eat a block of cheddar. Or you know, Velveeta. Exactly. And his poor girlfriend, she's like, you know, I, I think this is what Elizabeth is trying to say. And Matt and I are both just like, no, we're in this fight. And it just made me laugh because, you know, my husband's been telling me for all of quarantine that I've been fighting with him just to fight with him. And I'm like, no, that's not true. And then I read about this Enneagram and I think about this fight I got into with Matt and I was like, okay, it might be slightly true. Like this might be something that I could work on, you know? What are you doing? I'm on, I'm on my podcast. Hi. Honey hi, says hi. All right, go. Love you. Go get in bed. Sorry. Huh. It's fine. <sighs> Anyway, um, I had to share that with you. I've been in the situation many times, but I don't think that's fair because it's like if you were someone who fights just to fight, then you would be picking emotional fights with people, and you don't do that. You don't like that. That makes you uncomfortable. That's true. So, like, it's more just yeah, like you're stubborn about no, like that's not accurate. And if you like someone and respect them, and they say something that's like yeah ignorant or not accurate or like just something you very strongly disagree with then I think when you feel like you're in a safe space to be like wait a minute like let's establish our terms (laughs) what is healthy (laughs) who is healthier you or me I know I think I think it's like I don't know I I don't think it's that you're maybe like that's how people perceive it yeah I don't think that you get in fights just to get in fights I don't, I don't think so. But I did think of our podcast, actually. I exited it gratefully. Uh, gracefully. <laughs> it's like noise canceling. <laughs> These noise canceling headphones make me not be able to talk. <laughs> no, I exited it gracefully because I was like, you know what? You can't reason with crazy. <laughs> but I think the problem was I told him that and walked away. <laughs> so... <laughs> And at the end of the night, he's like, I'm really sorry. I just, I was just in the mood today. I was like, that's okay. If you can't fight with your friends, who can you fight with? You know? That's nice. That's graceful. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about telling him I can't talk to you because you can't raise him in crazy. I don't know. That's exactly what I meant when I made that statement. (laughs) No, I think actually it was even worse. I was more like, I'm sorry that you've watched one documentary and you are now an expert on this subject. Every American millennial, though. I know. So, anyway. Including me at different points. I've done it, too. I know. I do it. I do it, too. But I think I think that when I call other people out for it, it helps me, uh, you know, guard against doing it myself. So, you know, I, I realized after watching. That's such a justification. No. Calling people out on stuff. I really just, it's self-improvement. <laughs> it's self-improvement. I was seeing the ways that I can improve through. This isn't about you. It's not me. <laughs> but I'm never going to say that. This is definitely your problem. <laughs> uh, let's go back to the fact that we have it all together. <laughs> As I sip my tea. 
doing a podcast. Yeah. Well, so I'm drinking wine tonight, which I haven't done for a couple of weeks. Nice. But it's just, you know, if you open a bottle on Sunday, you kind of have to finish it by Tuesday, right? Don't waste it. I never, I never fully knew like the official amount of time because they never made it past like three days (laughs) in my house. Oh my gosh. Okay. I just have a quick story about that because this is one of my favorite stories. So um, a couple years ago, one of our neighbors started dating his now wife and uh-huh. he never drank. He like went all the way to college. Good night. Sorry. You've already said good night. I love you. Go to bed. No, she said good night to you. She just, oh, my earphones, but she said good night, Henry. He said, no, I want to say good night to her. I love that. Sorry. Second child. Ladies, man. Okay. So like he had never drank and he was 33 or something like that. And he starts dating um, my friend Carly, who he's now married to. Right. And she, she drinks like it's nothing bad. She just drinks. So he was trying to impress her and he'd have her over to his house and every single time he'd have a new bottle of wine and it was just Carly. So she'd have like, you know, a couple of glasses and he started accumulating all of these bottles of wine on top of the fridge. (laughs) And she finally had to tell him, she's like, well, it's not like liquor. It goes bad. And he was so mad because he kept buying her like $50 bottles of wine because he was trying to but he thought it would keep. So he had all of these. It was like 20 bottles of half-fixed wine that were all on top of his fridge and he had to throw away. I'm such a wine of that's like painful to me. Like that's like not even funny. I'm like, I'm such a waste. (laughs) It's okay. He drinks now. He understands rules. Oh, man. Okay, so. Topic. Topic for tonight. Here's the thing. I'm going to need your help. Really, it's not a rule in as much as it's something I've realized I've done with my life and it's always worked out, right? So I kind of want your help unpacking if it should be a rule or not. Okay, let's do it. So, very simple. Um, just say yes. Okay. Okay, so I was thinking back about um, major life decisions that I've made. And one of them was influenced by you. So a couple of summers, you were a camp counselor and then high adventure camp. Oh, yeah. The Carolinas. And you one year told me to go and be a camp counselor. And it was like, I didn't know anyone there. You weren't even going to do it that year. I... I never did anything high adventure. Like I was always sporty, but I never did. And so you told me to do this and I was like, okay, yes. So I did. And I submitted an application. I told him I was a great rock climber and they accepted me. And it, it <laughs> did, it did impact my life really positively. Like that summer yeah. I was able to, I started liking myself again. I'd been through a lot of college where I really didn't like who I was. I was able to distance myself from toxic relationships. I broke up with a boyfriend who was really bad for me, who I keep looking back like, what if I had ever stayed with him? It would have been so bad. Mm-hmm. But because I was able to just say yes, you told me to do something and I just went for it without considering everything. It really positively impacted my life. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing. Um for my job, I my roommate in college, my senior year, she asked me to, to go to this 
like to drive three hours away in Ohio to her boyfriend's brother's first kid's birthday party (laughs) in the middle of nowhere. Like it was so not my scene. I wouldn't know anyone, but I was like, okay, I'm going to be a good friend. So I said, yes. And I drove her there and I ended up meeting somebody who offered me a job at my first corporate job. And the same thing, he was like, Hey, you should work for me. And I was like, okay, I'd have to change everything I'm planning right now, but this is a great opportunity. I'm not going to be afraid. I'm going to do it, you know? And that worked out too. So I, I have a lot of examples like that, that I've thought about that. That's kind of the approach I take even this year. Right. So my husband and I are trying to get pregnant and there's a lot of (laughs) counting out months that we keep doing where if we're like, okay, should we plan on a vacation? Should we do this? We don't know if we'll be pregnant or not, you know, and we had friends that asked us to go out to Montana with them in it's like nine months. And so it's very risky because I might be pregnant. At that point, I wouldn't be able to fly, but kind of just took the same approach. I'm like, I can't predict the future. We're just going to say, yes, we're going to, we're going to do this. Instead of always saying, maybe, you know, we can weigh the pros and the cons. Yeah. And so, so yeah, so that's something that has changed my life and it's been all of the major crossroads in my life where Mm -hmm. instead of really calculating all of the different options I had, I I just kind of go with my gut sometimes and do something that's completely um, unplanned. And like out of your comfort zone. And totally out of my comfort zone. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the key. It's like, yeah, like when, when an opportunity Come pops up that's like yeah out of your comfort zone and and you're not sure if it's the best thing to do or not or what it'll lead to like yeah you you really won't regret just doing it and just saying yes but and this is where I was worried about using it as a rule because I think there is a fine line about uh you know pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and being impulsive Mm. You know, uh, like, yeah, like what you're saying is not, oh, I'm always going to do this in the future. It's more just like, yeah, wow, there have been several moments that this was pivotal for me. And I'm so glad I had those experiences. Mm-hmm. Yep. Instead of just exactly. at home or just hanging out in my dorm doing the same thing I always did or, or, or like not taking the job because I was like, well, I'm a Spanish major or like I'm, a, I'm not planning on doing something, you know, like, um, I think that that's, that's a good point to, yeah, it's, it's more of just like sharing, Hey, like sometimes this is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Right. I like that. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't know. I, um, I, I feel like sometimes I have started applying it. I might've talked about this already too, where I try to apply it in my day-to-day life too. Yeah. Like not that I have. <laughs> people coming up to me all the time being like, do you want to move to Mexico? Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that did happen. happen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. But you know, that's not an everyday thing, but I feel like the way that I've been able to apply this assertion to my day-to-day life is when somebody asks me to do something instead of saying, maybe I say yes or no. Like if it's relational. 
Yeah, like, yeah. I guess in each of these examples, it was like a friend asked you to do something or told you to do it, or like yeah, like and you were it was just like a gut response in that relationship. Right. So being able to commit to people instead of being, you know, instead of having FOMO and not wanting to commit because something else might come up because they're big decisions, you know? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I can apply that to my um, family planning choices because I, you know, I've never had to try to get pregnant. So I've had the opposite problem. blessing problem you know whatever (laughs) good and bad to both both situations in life um and yeah like I so I'm pregnant again with with this time (laughs) I was wondering when you're gonna tell people I'm so excited for you I I am really excited and it was something I did really want um you know I grew up in a big family and I always thought I had always thought five kids, like I would have five. I think that was like the number, you know, Grammy had five kids. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, both my grand- grandmothers um, each had five kids. And then I was one of six and um, and my husband's an only child. So he, he really like always loved the big family thing. And I, um, but yeah, it's, it's exactly the same because it's like, what, if you wait until the perfect moment or until everything feels like, oh yeah, I'm completely financially stable. I have this kid's college fund. Like you'll never do it. It's never the right time. You will mm-hmm. never because it is so much money <laughs> to imagine like having or, or spending on a kid or, um, you know, and it, it changes your life upside down for a solid, you know, the year that you're pregnant, the year that they're an infant. And then after that, First year, you get more stability, but it's still not the same kind of freedom that you have when they're like three, um, which is the point that my current baby is getting to. So it is hard to be like, I'm going to do this all over again. Yeah, I can't um, believe she's almost three, by the way. No, she's so huge. Um, but but yeah, like I think it's the same thing where it's just like you never regret doing something like this. Like the only, you know, you never regret no one ever regrets having a kid, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's the same sort of thing where you just like jump in if, if you're able to, like, if it's like, if it, if it's, you know, so many people like to your point, what would love to get pregnant and it's, it hasn't happened yet. And you're just mm-hmm. like, I have to have, have faith that if it's meant to be, it'll happen. And, um, and I think, you know, but it's, that's where it's like, you can't, well, you could allow yourself to overthink it. And, and a lot of people do, and that's okay. That's where they're at. Maybe mental health wise, they can't, they really can't like push yeah. themselves. But yeah. I do know, I do know for myself that each kid has just been a complete joy and gift and adventure. And it's like, it's really, you're just saying yes to more adventures. Like, yeah, there's sacrifices that you didn't foresee, or there's hills that you have to go up that you were like, Oh crap. Like I didn't realize that was going to happen when I did this, but like, it's part of the adventure and you never in the moment, are like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. You know, and you're like, wow, mm-hmm. like like when you were a camp counselor, that was also a hard summer. <laughs> like for yeah, you. It was. But it was, but it was a good, a good hard. And I think um we do need that in life. Like we actually don't want to be like floating and everything to be easy and flat. Like you don't you actually don't want your life to be in the doldrums, you know? Yeah. To use like a sail analogy. 
yeah. where there's, there's no wind and there's no challenge. And, um, it's like, then what, you know? Right. If it's, if there's no surprises, yeah, everything that you've planned unfolds perfectly, then there's no adventure. Yeah. 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 I like that. I think it's good too, to plan fun trips, like not to put your life on hold because, oh, well, I might be pregnant, you know? Cause you, yeah. Like, I think it's so good to, to just live your life and love it and embrace it and, and take the good, you know, drink the wine while you can. (laughs) Eat the cheese. Yeah. I was like, I was all on you. I feel like I was pushing to not drink because it was such a good thing for me before I got pregnant. (laughs) And then I got pregnant. I'm like, damn it. I regret all that wine. I didn't drink. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I was sleeping well, I will say that, but you know, I was sleeping well and drinking a lot of tea and knitting while watching TV at night. It's <laughs> very, very memorable month. Thank yeah. you for that influence. <laughs> you. See, that's when I shouldn't have said yes to you. <laughs> yeah, because it was, yeah, I was telling you to like not do something. <laughs> yeah. Uh... So yeah, I don't know. I this is where I was like, I need you to help me unpack it and really kind of define it into a rule because it's not a do what you want, YOLO. You know, that's not what it is. It's it's more of a which I, I think that you put it really well, being able to step outside your comfort zone, not be afraid. But also if I think about the times I have done that, do it with purpose. Yeah. I was going to say it's because what you're talking about is not being afraid of the sacrifice that is a part of the adventure. Like Mm -hmm. every great adventure, there's a lot of sacrifice in, Mm -hmm. in that. And there's a lot of like climbing uphill or being scared or like not knowing what's going to happen next. Like, in every great adventure. I mean, that's what makes it a great adventure. And I think we, in our very cushy first world society, we get really, we do get in in our thirties, especially in this place of being like, well, you know, Oh, I don't know if I should do that or or I should be saving this amount of money or I should have, you know, I, I don't know. You just, you get kind of caught up in like wanting everything to just be like in control, you're in control of everything. And mm-hmm. I think that sometimes you just got to say yes to the adventure knowing that, and like, don't be scared. Like, don't be scared to say yes to the adventure because it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be hard, but it will be so worth it. Mm-hmm. If it's, if it's like for love, like, you know, yeah. Like if you know that, it's going to be out of your comfort zone. It's going to help you love harder and better and have, have good meaningful relationships and make great memories. I think those are all. So I like how you just said that. Don't be afraid to say yes to the adventure. Yeah. It's not just say yes. Yeah. Because then it's like freaking is that Jim Carrey. Yes, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not what I'm going for here. Yeah, no, but, and I think I, well, cause like when you were saying it's like your gut is right about that. And I think everyone does know 
you you hit a crossroads where you're like, this is what I really feel compelled to do, but it'll be hard. And I don't know if I can handle it. And do I really want the pain and suffering that's going to come with this? That is like, you know, no, like, you know, in your gut and it's, and you can't even compare with other people. Mm-hmm. You can't be like, oh, well, I'm only going to do it if all these other people did it and it's successful. Like you, you know, it's when it's your adventure and your life, it's going to be totally different. And um, yeah, no, I, I love that. I think that's a great point. Like, it's not a rule. I get what you're saying. It's not a rule because it's not, it's just an observate, like a reflection of like looking mm-hmm. back at your life and being like, and I, it's so true for me too. Cause like, yeah, I had a honeymoon baby mm-hmm. and like we were poor as church mice. The economy had just tanked and it was really like, whoa, this is happening, but it was the best thing. And like, and at the same time, I look at people like you and, and I would advise my sisters getting married. Hey, like try to give yourselves a solid two years <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, just because financially, like it took us a really long time to catch up, you know, cause we mm-hmm. always had, and even now, like, like we always have things that we should be spending that money on for our kids. You know, we've never had like a chance to really just blow it on ourselves and not feel guilty about that. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but and I can see the beauty too of like being able to travel and stuff and and I so I think like if that had been in the cards for me, I would have loved that. But for me, yeah, that adventure of like just being forced to grow up really fast and do it together, it was like so bonding and but you've also done it with every move you've made. Have you yeah. thought about that? Like, okay, so you got pregnant and you you guys made some really major decisions there because you were working, you decided not to, um, you know, you ended up buying a house and mm-hmm. I love that house so much, by the way. I do too. And, and I always grieve it a little bit, my first house. <laughs> yeah. And then you had two more kids, right? And then you guys made a major decision, which I feel like you, you make these decisions very quickly. So I feel like you do the same thing where instead of being like, oh, we're going to think about moving for a year. It was like, okay, we have thought about it. I've talked about it with Jason and this is what we want to do. So we're going to move Mm -hmm. and we're going to go here. And each time your family's moved or you've made those major life decisions, you've done it very quickly, but then your life has only gotten better from it you know? Yeah. And it's been like, really cool to see that along the way. Well, and like, I would consider our move to Huntersville, like out to the suburbs. <laughs> it was like a two and a half year stint. And objectively you could, it was less, it was two, like two years and three months, but like, you could be like, Oh, that was kind of a mistake. Cause I got out, we got out there and then we were like, Oh, this is actually not our culture. And we feel too far from Charlotte and we really love Charlotte. We want to live in, in Charlotte again. And, um, but like at the same time, to your point, it like, we made great friends. Like we met some mm-hmm. awesome people. We had some great experiences. Like I think too, if you never do those things and if you never give them a shot, part of you will always wonder, Oh, should we move out to the burbs? Like a lot of people, everyone does like everyone, like they have one baby, they buy a minivan, <laughs> they have two babies, <laughs> they move out to a big mansion in the suburbs. Like everyone yeah. does it. And yeah. so I think 
I felt this like, well, I've never bought a minivan, but <laughs> I do think it was like, oh, well, like in this case, we'd be closer to Jason's work and it just, you know, we could get a bigger house for the same money and it just makes more sense. So like we should do it. And I'm glad that we did it because it was a good season. I do think it was the, I don't know what else we would have done at that point. Like, yeah, we knew we needed a change and mm-hmm. Yeah, we sure we ended up moving back. Big deal. Like we were able to move back. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. we had more we had more like firmness and like this is where we want to live and we know why. Like we know that the alternative we're not just being snobby about the alternative. Like it it just isn't a great fit for us. Yeah. Um so. Oh, I think you just said something really good there where it was like hidden what you said, but if you never make a change, like I almost feel like being able to make changes is a muscle, you know? And if you never, if you never use that muscle, then you're always going to be scared of it. You're not going to be good at it. But if you can make, if you've made a couple of big changes and you've completed them, I mean, even if they weren't great, even if you've just made that change and you're like, that wasn't a good thing, you still learned how to use that muscle and it'll give you more confidence in other changes you might be looking in your life. Like, like Jason yeah. changing his job, you know, yeah. or like if you're making career changes or anything else, I think across the board, it just helps you have less fear about yeah. um, saying yes to things. Yeah, totally. Cause, cause yeah, like if, when you, when you do something, I almost said, when you do do, when you do, <laughs> when you do. So you're like, oh, I don't like, I don't love this. I wish I hadn't done this at first. But then you're like, I'm going to learn from this experience. And yeah, like you, I'm going to pivot and you have the, that muscle is strengthened of like, I'm just going to go for it. But also like, it's, it's like a stair step, I think. So yeah, like if we hadn't sold our first house when we did and bought the second house, like, I don't know, like, it would have been too big of a financial leap to go from our first house to the house we're in now in Charlotte. I, mm-hmm. I don't us realistically ever doing that. I don't, I don't know that we would ever have moved, like, because ultimately, we would have just been like, well, it doesn't make right. sense. Yeah, right. we're here, like, it seems totally extravagant to spend more money when we don't have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are in a much better location for our schools and our church and, and all that. Um, and yeah. And yeah, it, that's that middle house, which I never really loved. Um, I thought I would grow to love it. I didn't <laughs> like every project we did. I was like, Nope, I just want to sell it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, but it's okay. Like it wasn't the end of the world. And yeah, to your point, it, it, it straight, it, it was not a waste. Mm-hmm. Um, even though it can be tempting to look at it sometimes that way, different than yeah. life. You were uh, 45 minutes closer to me and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> riding in that neighborhood. Um, you had a great guest room there too. I did, so I know. Let me tell you all the reasons why I appreciated your house. <laughs> it was a good guest. We did host a lot of people in those two years. I thought of something else, some other advice you gave me, which I just, instead of doing research on, I just said yes to one day. Okay. What was it? Uh, getting a Costco membership. <gasps> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Have we not raved about Costco on this podcast? I don't know. No, I don't know if it's happened. 
that should know. be a whole separate episode. <laughs> the rule <laughs> is get a Costco membership. So join Costco. <laughs> just I will <laughs> just do it. Just do it. Just say yes. Um, I will say though, my husband is obsessed with all their clothing. Either clothing. Like, <laughs> yeah. His favorite present I gave him for Christmas was a $15 sweatshirt, like a crew neck sweatshirt. And he was so they obsessed. They are very soft and comfortable. It's the Yaks brand. <laughs> <laughs> and he made me go back and get him a different color. Oh and God. now every single time we go to Costco, I lose him on the way. Just like even just on the way to produce and I lose him in the clothing aisle. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So the one downside to Costco clothing is one time like... I think I've, I've bemoaned this to you before. You're probably going to start laughing. You're like, yes, I know. Um, like seven years ago, I bought a pack of underwear at Costco. Mm-hmm. Oh. They were Felina, which is the brand they still carry. And they were stretchy and elasticy. They had the perfect amount of stretch, perfect amount of cheek coverage. <laughs> Did not get eaten up in my crack. <laughs> And and the best part is the waistband was really stretchy lace, even though it was not like a thong or anything. So it was like cute, but full coverage. And it the the weight the lace waistband meant that it never gave you love handles. That's perfect. I know. And then after having them for like I don't know four years, they stopped carrying them, and I can't find them anywhere. <laughs> so angry and I tried buying the different Felina underwear that they had (laughs) (laughs) and that gives me really bad muffin top love handles and it is not okay (laughs) the waistband is just like this tight little elastic thing and I need crunchy lace You have not bemoaned this to me before. This is amazing. So it's so bad because like Costco will have these very specific products <laughs> and they'll carry it for a while and you get all addicted to them and then they're gone. <laughs> and yeah. you're like, what the heck? How can I live my life anymore without it's this brand of like, The sad thing is they still have the brand. It's like the exact model number. <laughs> so- oh my gosh. <laughs> no. Same, same experience uh, that's amazing <laughs> I think that's why my husband wanted me to buy up all this clothing for him because he was like worried about them getting rid of it you know that is not an insane fear it, it could happen <laughs> case in point <laughs> Felina underwear my Felinas <laughs> not the Felina oh, well at least this is very flattering. I, I don't remember. I do remember telling you to get a Costco membership, but, and I mean, I do remember telling you to go to Catalina, but like, yeah, I, I knew Costco would change your life. And I just thought that you would be so popular at Catalina and everyone would love you. And I honestly didn't know you were having such a hard time in your life. Yeah, that was when, um, I think you actually got rid of your Facebook because you were so mad at me. <laughs> Was that no? I thought you said that was one of the reasons why you got rid of Facebook because you hated seeing my posts. No, no, I that was not me. Oh, (laughs) okay. I I didn't get I didn't get rid of my Facebook list until like after Henry was born. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm making fun of, or I'm making that up then. Yeah. 
Well, okay, yeah, I guess if you boil it down, you have positively changed my life. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Also, I will I will say this. I think one of the turning points in my relationship with David is when you guys met him and you kind of gave me your approval of him, you know? I yeah. So, I so maybe um yeah, maybe my rule is I just do whatever Caleb tells me to do in life. Stop it. No, this is not good for my vanity. Don't say that. Um, also, <laughs> then it scares me because I'm like, well, what if, what if I liked him, but he wasn't the perfect person for you? <laughs> Although he is, and he's, he is. Yeah. he's like my husband's favorite person in the world. So. Your husband is my husband's favorite person. They, you know, just surround yourself with good people, you know? <laughs> We can and then and then be willing to take a leap for them, right? Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, no, I love, and I I think at the heart of everything we're talking about too, is like you're not doing these things alone. Mm -hmm. Like none of these things are like isolated, lonely things. It's like you forget about that when you're thinking about big changes. But like, if you're doing them with people you love and having adventures, like it's always great. Yeah, I keep burping. Oh, this pregnancy is like the worst gas in my life. Oh no! I like told the doctor. She started laughing at me today. I was like, I have not gone five minutes without burping or the other thing <laughs> in like two weeks. And she was like, Yeah. Then she started laughing. She's like, I mean, you can do things to relieve constipation. I'm like, I'm not constipated. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I can't believe your doctor laughed at you. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, maybe she had been smelling my farts. <laughs> She's like, thank God. You're telling me. You know what's happening, too. Know. <laughs> oh, man. She's like, I can't wait to tell my wine night, ladies. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah, what uh, what I'm doing for the adventure, you know. <laughs> I think too, I think that's like a lot of people are uncomfortable. Like whenever they see someone who's like really going on a limb and doing something crazy, like like different, you know, like having mm -hmm. five kids or moving across the country or changing jobs majorly, or you know, I don't know. I think there's a lot, a lot of things that people are like, whoa, like five kids oh man and like my dentist was like don't you have enough kids you know and he was he was joking but it was like nope and I got a puppy too <laughs> you know it's like I think you just own it and you're like yeah like I'm not thinking everyone should do this at all but I want the adventure and it's awesome I when, think when people I think when people do that it's because they're almost being defensive about their own lack of adventure that's what I mean and you can mm -hmm. kind of hear that like fear in their voice mm -hmm. like oh no can't do that that's crazy it's like mm -hmm. oh, it's fine like I don't maybe like it would be a bad thing for you I don't know no I don't know your life but right right just so, like I'm doing it doesn't mean you have to yeah mm -hmm. so, like I have never regretted yeah like and Jason kept being like is it the right thing for us to get a puppy right now and I was like it's a dog like it's gonna be a lot of work but it'll also be awesome and I think that things that are hard work are ultimately you're grateful for them you know yeah if it well, she is so cute she's so cute she is like a 
her perfect little chocolate lab. She's so precious. And she looks you right in the eyes. I don't remember Max doing that. She'll like, my old dog, she'll just like look right in your eyes and just kind of make this like, like put her head to the side. It's so oh cute. Oh my gosh. And then if you talk to her, she gets like, I forgot. I Max did this too. Like this is a lab thing I had forgotten about. But like the more you talk to them, they just get like so excited. They like, <laughs> <laughs> just for you talking, you're like, oh, you're just such a good little girl. Their like tail goes crazy, and then she'll like attack my face. Oh my god! <laughs> like the bitey phase, you know? Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, people listening, if I can get pregnant with my fifth kid and get a puppy, <laughs> like just do me. the. Just do the thing that you want to do that you're a little scared of. You won't regret it. You can all, all during all during a uh, pandemic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was trying to add to your to your accolades there. Yeah. You just gave me this look like, oh, right. yeah, maybe it's stupid. I don't know. Yeah. Well, the thing about the pandemic is Jason's home all the time and he's helping. So it's actually easier. Like I don't have to get a babysitter to go to the doctor um, for my toddler. I just leave her with Jason. And then he's been doing awesome with the dog. I haven't really had to do much. So, yeah. It's not like if I could plan my the perfect life and plan everything ahead of time. No, I wouldn't have been like, oh, yeah. But in the moment, you're like, well, this is kind of a crap year. And it really sucks. And this is one way I can make it more fun. Yeah, and it doesn't mean your life has to go on hold just because it's a crap year, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. Just like you should still go to Montana. Wait, what's what are you guys gonna do in Montana? That's so cool. Are you gonna like ski? No, so we're going in August. And okay, so, and that's where like of this, this a, year. Yes, of this okay. year. So, and I keep counting. I'm like, you can't fly. You can fly. You're third trimester, right? You can. It depends oh. on your doctor, but if you're healthy and you're not like overweight. Like your doctor will let you. I think I think they don't want you to go if you're like a week from delivery or two weeks. Oh, okay. Oh, then yeah, I'm fine. I mean, freaking what's her name? Ali Fien, who won the marathon, the Olympic oh, trials. Yeah. She was running, she was doing like eight mile hikes a week before she gave birth. So yeah. she is an Olympian. However, <laughs> so uh, average version of that for the rest of us would be flying to Montana exactly. <laughs> sitting on our butts <laughs> exactly so we got we just got a house out in Montana and it's just the like me and my husband and then our two friends the cheese fighter so yeah I'm gonna show him who's more fit even if I'm pregnant because I eat cheese no yeah. We love them, <laughs> JK. But we're just going to go out there and go hiking. And, like, it's gorgeous. There's so many amazing hikes and places to go. And it's huge. Like, some – it depends on if you're on the east or the west side of Glacier. It could take you two hours to drive just being a hike. Um, just because wow. it's insanely large and there's nothing out there. But that's what we're going to do. We're going to go out and we're going to stay in a cabin and just go hiking every day for a week. And it's on a lake. Mm. Um, so they go fishing. And yeah. So that sounds I, amazing. I know. And that's it. They kept asking us like, okay, we don't know what's going on with, with the pandemic, with quarantine, with anything. Should we book? Should we not? You know, it's this much money. And I'm like, hey, you know what? We don't know what's going to happen. 
money's just money. It's not going to make that big difference in the long run, you know? And yeah, David and I are trying to get pregnant, but we've been trying. That doesn't mean it's going to happen anytime soon. So let's just do it. Say yes. Yeah. 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 So that'll be in August. I love that. That's awesome. I think that's a great choice. I think, um, cause then too, if you're, if you're pregnant, it's just a fun adventure, like baby moon to have with David and your friends. And if you're not, it's something to be like, Oh, well the silver lining, I'm not gonna be too disappointed because I can drink with my friends on our trip, you know? Exactly. And hike a little bit harder. So exactly. Yeah. That's awesome. Thanks. Well, I can't wait to come see your puppy. Oh my gosh. You got to get down here while she's still little. They, they grow so fast. I know she's going to, she's going to get big. Although maybe she'll be less bitey by the time you get down here. Um, I told David of the plan to stay in Charlotte mm-hmm. and he immediately started sending me Airbnbs. Oh yes. I thought you were going to be like, he immediately was like, that's a bad idea. Blah, blah, blah. Oh no, no, no. But it was like, all right, let's stay in Charlotte and then let's go down to Greenville and then let's go to Hilton Head. And I got overwhelmed and I was the one that was like, okay, let's take a minute and think about that. <laughs> I should have just said yes. Oh my gosh. Uh, yes. So, so fun. Yeah. Um, I'm so excited. Cause yeah, Mo and Maddie, um, my brother will be moving out here, although they won't be moving till after Sila's wedding. Mm. But maybe they'll be like looking at houses. Mm-hmm. So, so you guys go around the corner, and then we're gonna have our fun weekend for the wedding, and yeah, it'll be awesome. Yeah. So, well, good. Well, I love you, and send me any Airbnbs that you think about seriously, and I can let you know if the neighborhood is desirable, <laughs> and I can even <laughs> drive by them if you really want. Okay. See if I can find them and see if it's like a good deal. If it's like a really good deal and you're like, why is it so cheap? <laughs> I can check it out. I might just have David send them to you because now he's sending them to me all day long. So yep. tell him to send them to me. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for helping yeah. me figure this one out. This was a fun oh, one. This was a really good one. And it was really a good thing for me to think about because sometimes I do things and I'm like, I'm crazy. Why am I doing this? <laughs> so live your adventure live your don't be afraid to say yes to the adventure mm-hmm. all right well you have a wonderful night you too all right love you bye love you too